The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. When life hands you a unique shift, what happens next? The gift is the shift. Welcome to The Sky's the Limit with your host, Karen Levitt. In our program, you will hear from people who have discovered the gift, whether through personal experience or those that are helping others through this experience. You'll find the next hour to be a motivating and encouraging one. Now, here is Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome to Sky's the Limit. This is Karen Levitt, your host, and my featured guest is Sue Carney. Sue is the Chief Inspiration Officer at Magnolia West a branding and web design, spiritual business and business practice. Part technology and neuroscience geek, part partially tamed hippie. Sue was passionate about and dedicated to helping women with heart and soul rock their amazing business. And it is with that I'd like to welcome Sue to the program. Thank you. I'm very happy to be here. I know. It seems like we've been trying to do this for a while. It's really great to have you. Um, And I love... I love your website and what you do. I think it's really fantastic. You've taken everything, it seems like, in your life and combined it into this wonderful practice. And um, I wonder if you could share a little bit of you know, who you are to the listeners, your, your background and how this all came about. I'd be delighted. Um, I first want to say if anyone is moved to want to find out more about me, that it's actually Magnolia's West, more than one Magnolia, magnoliaswest.com, easy to find. Um, I am really happy to be at this point in my career where it seems that everything I have experienced and everything I've learned and everything I've taught and every part-time job I ever had and all the skills I have and my tool belt have come together into this practice in which I get to work with women who want to shine their light in the world, who want to be of service in the world, and I support them as they go. I support them in living their lives and staying balanced. I support them in their branding. I support them in their website, their home on the Internet. I, you know, I'm just here to be of service to women to rock their divine feminine and be of service in the world. That's beautiful. What What was the road like, Sue, um, you know, stepping out and, you know, when you finally realized what was yours to do? Like you said, it was a culmination of everything, all your part-time jobs and everything has all have all beautifully come together and melded to allow you to do this. What was the process like? I'm sure it well, wasn't I'll like tell anything. You, um, Karen, great question. I'll tell you, um, wasn't a plan. It wasn't a plan uh, at all. It just turned out that I finally discovered in my 40s that I'm a really, really bad employee, that I don't like being told when to eat lunch and for how long. And I, um, I 
finally went out on my own. I straddled for a long time looking for jobs and freelancing at the same time, and eventually I made a commitment and turned myself in the direction of self-employment and entrepreneurship, and it's been that way ever since. But I'll tell you, I, I love that question you asked, Karen, of how do I know, how did I figure out what was mine to do? I am still figuring that out. What I think is true for us human pe- people is that it's an unfolding. It's an organic unfolding. It never stops. And um, I think that what's critical is just being able to be open to the path as it, un- as it appears and to stop resisting, you know, the, um, the divine guidance that comes in many, many forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I understand that. And it's not always easy, um, especially, you know, when you have, you know, like your, your family that you grew up with. And then if you're part of a family, like, you know, the mom or stepmom, and people don't understand what you're doing, um, that can be a little bit of a rocky road. What, what do you have to say when, you know, people around us don't understand or when the ego pops up and raises its ugly head to try to block us? Um, well, I don't, I, huh, there's so much to say here. I'm going to try and just be silent for a second and figure out where to begin. Mm-hmm. Um, my road was rocky. My road continues to be rocky sometimes. Uh, I think everybody has uh, bumps in the road and rocks in their path. And um, as a friend of mine says, if it's not one thing, it's your mother. But it's not my mother, and it's not my family of origin. My path took the twists and turns that it did. And mm-hmm. um, and it got really dark for a really long time. I'm a survivor of drug addiction. I'm a survivor of a cult. I'm a survivor for some reason. I was meant to survive and to be of service. And I don't know mm-hmm. the reason. I don't mm-hmm. know why I survived the insane, heedless way I lived for so long, but I did. And it um, gave me the the gift, the grace of being able to turn around and in gratitude be of service to others who may have, uh, you know, may have be walking on road, rough roads of their own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I know, because so often you hear, you know, oh, I wish I could do that. I just don't have the money right now. Or, you know, maybe, maybe for someone else, you know, that's great, but not for me. You know, we're so quick to sit. So, yeah, what what little tidbit would you have to for any listeners to keep them going or to push through all that? Well, you know, it's it's so it's, it's one of my teachers says every act of business can be an act of love, and I would add or expand upon that and say every act of business can be a spiritual awakening. So, mm-hmm. when you know, I work with people who say. Oh, I could never go into business for myself because how would I, I would never, you know, I don't know that I would be able to get work done if I was working out of my home. I don't know that I'd be able to get work done. And that is just one of a million the ways resistance appears. And the, one, of the, one of a million ways resistance stops someone from stepping in the direction of her vision and of her dreams. 
And mm-hmm. in fact, you know, um, I do work at home. I do make my own schedule, and um, and I, you know, teach people how to do that in a way that's wildly liberating and um, uh, so much more fun. But some people have a hard time letting go of, you know, the bu- the bureaucratic structure and being told mm-hmm. what to do and how to do it and. You know, so what, I, what I'm here to do partly in my, in my practice is to help people uh, peel that away and let go of their death grip on structure imposed from the outside and instead find the structure mm-hmm. that suits them, which almost never looks like a bureaucratic structure. Almost never. Hmm. Yeah, I know, you know, we're, we're taught at a really young age in school, you know, to kind of keep our heads down at our desk, you know, and nose to the grindstone and almost that work has to be hard. And I, I don't really believe in that. I believe in a strong work ethic, but I don't believe if you do what you love and if you find something you're passionate about that it, it's then, yeah, like you said, hard or arduous. And that sounds like that's what you do. You, you break free of that. Well, I'm not going to know. I'm sorry. I can't say that it's not hard. It's hard sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's hard sometimes, especially when you're doing something for the first, second, third, fourth, or tenth time. Mm-hmm. It's hard to do things you've never done before. It's hard to put a teleclass out in the world, or I guess I'm saying that because it's what's up next for me. <laughs> it's you know, so some things are hard, but you get support working for yourself and mm-hmm. being an entrepreneur or a home-based entrepreneur doesn't mean you're alone. You get your support. You hire a coach, you find accountability partners, you put together a mastermind group, you get support. It's critical. Mm-hmm. And, and you can be um, held in, you know, in grace and in ease when you do mm-hmm. that, when you, when you support others and take the support that they're offering you. And so where you are now, do you... I know often coaches have coaches, but do you often do you have a coach? Do you have someone that you you know? I helps? do. I'm you catching me at a transition point. I've had this coach for almost four years, and we're ending. And I'm going to go do something else now. I think I'm going to mm-hmm. um, hire one or two people for some specific things that I want to accomplish. So yeah, but you know what? A coach who has a coach mm-hmm. is. Um, yeah, you, there's a there's a higher level, I think, of reliability on the on the level of of, of coaching you're going to get when your coach has a coach, or at least support structure of some sort, because mm-hmm. then then you can know you can trust that your coach has got someone to talk to and get clear on and make sure to be separating ego from other stuff. Because we're I human. We're all human. I'm sorry, what was that? I apologize to you. That's all right. We're all human, you know. We are all human, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I apologize. I was going to say is, you know, I've worked with coaches and I've seen other presenters and you you often wonder, you know, inspired and vibrating at another level if they're able to be present in front of you. And you often wonder when you're sitting there, what are they, you know, what, what are their bad days like, right? What are they doing? Yeah, well, the... It's the interesting thing to I've, know that... Hmm? 
I'm sorry, you weren't finished with your question. Oh, no, I was going to say it's interesting. So, you know, to know that coaches often have coaches. Yeah, and, you know, um, the the thing I like the best uh, about the people I have chosen to work with is their transparency. When mm-hmm. they let me know that they also have, um, you know, moments where they're not at their best, it helps me to not worry about those moments when it's difficult for me. So I'm very transparent in my practice, mm-hmm. in my blog, in my, in my work with my clients. I'm extremely transparent about what's going on with me, which is a terrific icebreaker and a terrific um, paves the way for so much more ease in, mm-hmm. in a helper and helping relationship, I find. So, so you're really, you know, you're there with your clients. You really are there yeah, like, when you're present. Yeah, meet them where they're at. That's one of the differences between coaching and therapy, I think, is mm-hmm. that um, at least the therapists I've worked with kind of keep that wall up, you know. And I, I, get, to be, I get to be as transparent and stripped naked metaphorically as I, as I, as I am ready to be in every situation, Mm -hmm. which does wonders for helping people feel at ease and at home and seen, heard, recognized, and, you know, accepted for just the way they are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I like that. I, you know, when I was looking at everything you do and all of your talent and your message I actually thought about what you just said. I'd be like, you're worth, no offense, more than a million dollars worth of therapy because you actually, it's where the rubber meets the road. You you actually, you're part, it's practical and hands-on and you're connected and it seems like, you know, you're very um, in tune with the people you work with. You're very vested in the outcome. I really, that's lovely, Karen, but I, I will never, ever say it's better than therapy. You're passionate. I have many clients. I have many clients that use therapy as well, and mm-hmm. I have had some clients that I've sent to therapy while they were working with me or suggested therapy for them while they were working with me. So it's, they're, they're different, different mm-hmm. modality. It's a different, right. a different ball game. I don't know if there's a, you know, but anyway, it's different mm-hmm. and, um, and in many ways really the same in terms of deep support and being... Mm-hmm you know, deeply heard and held and recognized and supported. Right. And when someone truly has your back, they're going to share with you everything, you know, what you really need to know, what, what they think will really help you. So, you know, kudos to you for, for going there, you know, instead of dancing around it like it doesn't exist. So, and um, it looks like we're going to come up on a break. So I'm going to ask the listeners if they please stay with us and we'll be back in a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. 
Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. At the leading edge of quantum science, a revolution of ideas is emerging that challenges everything we believe about the nature of our world and how we define ourselves within it. Quantum Connection, exploring health, science, and spirit with Marina Rose QDNA, explores these cutting-edge breakthroughs in quantum science and offers piercing, probing, colorful, insightful dialogue and commentary with some of the world's most influential thought leaders on the most important topics of our time. Listen every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, welcome back to The Sky's the Limit. This is Karen Levitt, and I'm joined by Sue Carney, my featured guest. And we're talking about Sue and her process and what she does in her business, which is beautiful, Magnolia's West. And so you mentioned this, you know, you use spirituality or have a spiritual practice, and um, you say spiritual mindfulness can be beautiful and enriching. Uh, what what spiritual practices do you use, and how do you integrate them into your work? I um, <laughs> I need I need consistency. Um, I need to consistently dip into my tool bag every single day. Um, somebody like me with um, my history and the state of my health, I you know I keep myself. Um, Fit and flexible and strong and positive and loving and generous um, by doing some or all of these every day. I practice Tai Chi every morning I have for over 40 years. Um, I pray and I meditate. Sometimes I journal. I make art as a spiritual practice. Mm-hmm. And then the two biggest, most important things in my spiritual tool bag are a gratitude practice and uh, generosity, a, a commitment to generosity. Mm-hmm. Gratitude, getting, getting connected to gratitude and expressing it every day mm-hmm. as I mean, rigorously, like 15 things a day that I'm grateful for, totally changed my attitude and changed the way I view what happens in my life and what happens in my work and what happens in my practice and what happens in my family. And um, it is one of the linchpins of my own teaching is uh, gratitude practice. Hmm. And, um, and generosity is kind of like the other hand. Mm-hmm. Um, doing things for others, asked or not asked, being generous, um, everything from letting somebody, you know, not rolling your eyes when somebody gets ahead of you in the express line at the market with more items in her basket than she 
should have. Um, mm-hmm. Not flipping people off on the freeway when you get cut off. Um, to actually going and bringing food to someone who needs some help or to giving someone a ride or giving of your, to, put it, to just put it in a, you know, an umbrella, give of your time, your treasure, and your talent. Mm-hmm. And the reason these are so powerful, if I can have another minute on this, oh, absolutely, is sure. I, I find that the uh, gratitude and generosity are antidotes to deprivation and entitlement, which are endemic in our culture, if you think mm-hmm. about it. There is a lot of conversation about not having enough, you know, economically, um, financially, and um, and then there's, you know, generations. We've raised generations of people who are very entitled and feel like that the world owes them a living. And those two, those two things, deprivation and entitlement, are very painful places to be hanging out. And I have found that gratitude counters mm-hmm. deprivation and generosity counters entitlement. Try it. Just try it. Write down 10 things you're grateful for and see if you feel deprived at the end of it. Give somebody okay. something they haven't even asked for and see if you feel entitled afterwards or if you feel something entirely new and different. I promise mm-hmm. you, you will. I did that one day. I um, paid for somebody. Behind me, you know, at, at the coffee shop, right? And oh, then, nice. And, and it, it took off, I guess. Um, I didn't realize that one of my stepdaughters worked there. I didn't realize she was even working because she wasn't at the drive through window. This is funny. So she said, by the, I said, oh, I paid for somebody's coffee. And she said, by the end of that shift, they had $20 extra in tip money because everybody kept paying it forward. It was, it was just beautiful. So, yeah, it's, it's a really nice way um, to, to begin, I love that, the generosity practice. We all hear about gratitude. Um, and I like yeah. the piece. Yeah. And I really like that you brought up the fact that you, you, you um, use art. So you, you actually play. I mean, and, you know, a lot of people disconnect when we hear the word play. Like, that's for children. But you seem to know that play is a very important piece in our life. And we need to connect with that. And I love that. Well, I have to tell you, too, that's the only way I could do it because I'm not much of an artist. <laughs> I have no training, and I don't really know what I'm doing, so I'm very primitive, but I just play. I I have my studio set up. I just moved, and I have a whole new set up, and I have all my art supplies to hand, and I have an art journal, and I I just play, and, um, and I do it nearly every day. But I want to say something else. I used to um, pay for the person behind me at the toll on the on the highway but now that in in the days of fast pass or easy pass or whatever i have i don't get to do that very much anymore mm. so i love that mm. you could still do it at a coffee shop that's a great idea and i think i'll do that next time i have the opportunity yeah it is i you know i decided one day i'm like oh, everybody's looking really aggravated i don't know what was going on and i decided i'd I don't know, she's making change, because I, 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 I didn't, uh, I actually had cash, you know, it's funny, so I said, ah, I'll buy the person in back of me a coffee, you know, and it, it, it did it so well, it was beautiful, beautiful to hear about it at the end of the day, it, it really was, it was like, oh, yeah. That's lovely. And, um, yeah, so I, I really thank you for sharing that, so I know in your business and coaching and branding, um, 
you know, that you do all of that. That's so much. How do you, how do you find time to, to do all of that and, you know, multitask and be fully present? It just seems like well, you have to I, I, I am a master of scheduling. It's one of my best things. And actually, the person that introduced me, introduced us, Karen, um, mm-hmm. was the person who taught me about this. You know, I schedule, this is how she taught it. And I still, I still use this in my own teachings now. I schedule my life and I live my schedule. And when something happens, I'm accountable because stuff mm-hmm. happens. But I have a calendar, and I, it, I, it's color-coded, and my client work is, I make time, you know, everything that I'm committed to do is on my calendar for my clients, and everything I'm committed to do for my own business development is on my calendar. And I uh, look at my calendar early and often, and I'm one of those, uh, you know, cloud calendar gals, so I have it on my computer and I have it on my phone and I have it on my iPad and I don't, I, so I, you know, unless the internet breaks, I'm never caught without knowing what I'm committed to do wherever mm-hmm. I may be. And um, so, you know, so I, having a structure um, makes it possible for me to honor my commitments. And I'm also the older, <laughs> the older I get and having had some serious health stuff over the last two years, serious, that just knocked me down for weeks and weeks and weeks and months. Um, I am taking on, you know, I don't take on as much work all at the same time. I'm pacing it out more, but mm-hmm. I'm still using my calendar to, to structure it. Yeah, so structure is actually, it's very good. It can be, yeah. And, structure um, is terrific, and, and it's also incredibly freeing. Many people don't see it that way. Incredibly no, freeing. most people see it if as I like... If I put it um, on my calendar, if I put something on my calendar, I can take it off. If I, my calendar is full and I'm feeling like I need to close down the shop and go to the movies this Friday afternoon, I'll do it. I will not, I will not leave anyone in the lurch. I will let them know. I'm accountable, mm-hmm. but I'm completely free to do laundry when I want and cook when I, you know, that an hour before we met, I mm-hmm. grilled some sweet potatoes and then took a walk by the San Francisco Bay. You know, I, this is, it's my life and my schedule. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you know, your life has unfolded beautifully. I know, you know, you, you are very talented in addition to all of that. You, you dance and you DJ, you make art, you garden, you cook. I mean, you, you, you know, you make fermented kombucha. I mean, you, you studied astrology and tarot. I mean, women, and you, you know, have women's spirituality. You, you do a lot. I mean, it's beautiful. Really empower me to do Yay. more. Yay. Good. Mm-hmm. Good. You know, if someone who's got little ones in the house, how would you, what would you say to them if they wanted to, you know, find time for them, you know, let alone take a bath, right? Because that's like, too much time right. sometimes, but how would you, what would you say to any of our listeners who are just starting, who might want to try to carve out a little time to play for themselves? Yeah. Or should they be? Mm-hmm. I, well, that's really, a, that's a really good question. I actually have a client with a four-year-old now, but she's been my client since before this kid was born. And so we've been all through that young mother, young child phase, which continues. And, you know, again, come back to the schedule. It, it, it's kind of a revolutionary idea, 
But if you put in your schedule every single week a two-hour block of anything you damn well please, as long as it's not on your to-do list, Mm-hmm. then you get support in your family or you hire a sitter or something and you give yourself that block and you do whatever, you take a nap or you read a fun novel or you go to the movies or you get together with a girlfriend and take a walk. Uh, you know, play with the dog but don't clip its nails. You know, this is a really good way to start. Mm-hmm. Or in, in mm-hmm. the case of my client, she's an artist. She's a ceramic artist. And she got really, it got really hard for her to take time for the ceramics with working her full-time job, dealing with her family and this baby. And um, we worked on it, you know, and tried a few different ways. Everybody's different. Tried a few different ways, but and it took a little time, but her studio got rebuilt and her studio time got put back on her calendar. And now this is really amazing. And now sometimes she goes into the studio with her four-year-old daughter and they hmm. parallel play. The four-year-old plays with clay, and my client gets to create. And neither of us ever expected this would happen. This was wow, a really that serendipitous wow. surprise. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, because you know there go the nerves. Like, don't touch that. Don't do that. And then this child comes in there, and there, you know, she's actively pl- or he or she is actively playing, and the mom is actually doing something. You know, is crafting. So how, that's beautiful. Really yeah, is. parallel play. Parallel play is a lifesaver. I found that out raising my own child, who mm. wanted to do nothing that didn't like anything I liked to do, and I didn't particularly like what she liked to do. So we, what well, where we succeeded, and where we still succeed, and my daughter's twenty eight now, is mm-hmm. in being together, but not necessarily doing the same thing, and uh. that's that. You know, that's a really freeing. You let go of the idea that it has to look like it does on TV or in some story you read, and let instead let it be what it is. Mm-hmm. The same teacher who taught me about calendaring also taught me to let people be who they are because they're going to be anyway. And uh, I used to carry that around in my pocket when I was dealing with my family. And it's really um, a game changer. Hmm. Especially when you're dealing with your the next generation, your kids or the kids that you that you're who are in your life, mm-hmm. um, when you can when you can let them be who they are instead of what you think you're supposed to mold them into being, right? Gets things get much better really fast. Becomes really rich, and and, and it also becomes what it is. I did right. not. I had no clue that I was going to raise a gun loving woman. No clue oh. that that was in my that was in the future for me. Talk about let people be who they are because they're going to be anyway. This is not what mm-hmm. I ordered, and I don't right. parallel play with her when she's with play, when she's shooting rifles. I'm nowhere around, but mm-hmm. still, I love her to pieces, and and it's her life and her path. Mm-hmm. And you honor that, and well, yeah, she, yeah, and she it's honors you. So. Yeah, well, pretty much. <laughs> Yeah, wow. Now I understand. And on that, too, we're coming up to a quick break, so I'm going to ask the listeners to please stay with us, and we'll be back momentarily. Thank you. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. 
Do you or somebody you love have a struggle with abuse? You don't need to be a slave to your abuse anymore. Listen for Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything with Dr. Lisa Cooney. Dr. Lisa overcame struggles in her own life. Two decades of sexual, emotional, and physical abuse nearly took their toll. In her 20s, she turned her life around and set upon a path to help others. She can help you find the key to take control of your life, too. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you living at the effect of your life rather than the cause? Do you feel stuck and ready to move beyond your self-limiting beliefs and step into a powerful new way of thinking? If so, tune into Intentional Living with host Kristen Swarczyk. It's a transformational movement to help you create the life you desire. Intentional Living can be heard live every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time and 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, everyone. This is Karen Levitt. We're back with my guest, Sue Carney. And um, before the break, Sue was just talking about the importance of play and letting people be who they are and the unfolding of it all. And now I want to kind of switch gears a bit. And Sue does so much with her business and branding is so beneficial to women that I, I really want to talk about this and get into this. So you're a coach, speaker, web designer, logo design, social media, you use social media strategy, and you talk about um, women taking a stand in their lives, and I'd like to pick, you know, pick up right there. Okay, great. So let's let's talk about that taking a stand in your lives when you have a business, when you have, mm-hmm. when you when you're a healer or a change maker, or you're running a business, whether it's a solopreneur business or you have employees. Um, taking a stand for me means that your actions match your values. Taking a stand means that you walk in your talk. And those of us who come into having our own businesses after being employees for X number of years have a little trouble with that one because we're used to being told what to do for how long and how hard and how deep and how broad by others. And, you know, this incredibly juicy opportunity that comes when you're stepping into being of service to others for yourself is is a really powerful stand, Um, you know, standing sovereign in the expression of your your gift, standing sovereign Mm -hmm. in the ways that you can help others is a very powerful thing to do and it is just by its just by the very doing of it is an incredible example for other women you know mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be able to take a stand for themselves you and I know you also you, um, assist women to discover 
and be their most authentic self, which I think is just incredible. So um, what if someone doesn't really know what is theirs to do? They, they think they know, but they're not sure. Um, do you have a method or a strategy for that to help you know, them I find do. clarity? You know, I do, Karen. I, and for women in business, I actually have an Unmask Your Brand journey mm-hmm. that I take them on. To uh, that is that is um, my distillation of all the brilliant heart-centered business tools that I have learned over the years. Where I take people on a journey to get really clear on who they're meant to serve, who they're called to serve, and what they're called to do for these people. What problem? the people they're meant to serve have, what problem they have and how, and I'm sorry, I'm like getting really bad in my language here. But anyway, <laughs> I, I take you on a journey so that you get really clear on your gift, your offers, the people you're meant to serve. And this is the essence of what your brand is, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I, I use the mask metaphor because I'm a big fan of making life masks. And when you do this work to go inside and get out of your head, because the things we think are not necessarily what's in our heart, you get mm-hmm. out of your head and you let the magic happen, the, the, the Unmask Your Brand journey has you playing with images and has you filling in a grid of apparently disconnected things that you like. And in all of this, out of all of this, this is the cauldron that your brand is, is in. And my gift is mm-hmm. doing that from all the information I get from you. Oh. It's magic. You're, you're able to put it all together and... Yeah. So yeah. Spend some time with me in the Unmask Your Brand journey, and I know what your colors are and your fonts and your message and your offers and all of that. Yeah. That's a great gift. I know... Um, it also, there's a saying, it says you bring grit and grace. So would you like to elaborate on what that, what you mean by that, Sue? Yeah, grit so I grace. am not, I am not, thank you, I am not the, um, you know, I'm not like Glinda the Good from The Wizard of Oz. I'm not the soft-spoken um, healer. I am the healer that knows what it's like to be wounded. I'm the healer that knows what it's like to be dark. I'm the healer that knows what it's like to have to feel like it's very difficult to see a positive future. I'm a recovering mm-hmm. drug addict. I'm nearly 25 years clean and sober, and I but I had over 20 years of world-class drug addiction under my belt. I was a, in a cult for 20 years. I mm-hmm. I I I know the grit. I know it really well. And it mm-hmm. seems like most of the people that are attracted to work with me are people that are carrying just a small amount or a large amount of baggage themselves and, mm-hmm. and really need someone to work with who can hold the vision for the grace, no matter how much, you know, how much muck you're standing in or how much mm-hmm. shit you're trailing on your shoes from the stuff from your past. Mm-hmm. That all of it is transcendable, and um, and all of it is 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 the nuggets of your jewel of your gift. 
That's the mm. really amazing thing. It's the wounds, the grit, mm. the, the pain is the nuggets from which your gifts come. It's, yeah. I, I can teach how to live life post-recovery because I've learned how to do that. I mm-hmm. can teach how to be a loving and generous and grateful person because I've learned how to do that despite my innate tendencies to be anything but grateful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I understand. I know it's often in the, you know, what we go through ourselves, I, what I've learned for myself is, that's the very um, group, if you will, subset that I'm going to attract. And that's who I'm meant to work with. And you don't think about it when you're in the middle of wading through, as you say, the muck. And I felt, you feel like I'm being, I felt like I was being forged in the fire, you know, thrown into the fire. And then, you know, you realize that you have a gift through all this. And that's, that's quite, it's amazing, actually, to, to be able to see through it all and to go, oh. Yeah, you may have heard, or anyone who's listening may have heard of um, niche marketing, where you figure mm-hmm. out who your niche is and market to them. Your niche, really, if you're if you're marketing from the heart, your ni- your niche are people who are going through stuff that you've gone through, but they're not quite as far down the the path of healing as you are. Mm-hmm. These are the people you can help. Right, right. You don't have to yeah. be a completely healed and realized being to help the people who are still struggling through stuff that you have transmuted into mm-hmm. wisdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like we all shine the light on the path, right? You hold the yeah. light, you shine the light. Yeah. yeah. And so what advice do you have for others who want to turn their business, you know, their passion into a business? Because that's what you do. So, you know, what advice? Um, get a good, get a good coach, get a good teacher, you know, hire somebody for three months or six months to take you on a journey to help you get clear and get your action plan together and get going. It's really not that, it's really not that hard. Hmm. Okay. I, I just, I wonder, you know, how many of us, um, what's the saying I heard that, the graveyard is the big, the largest place where most of the most unfulfilled dreams live, and that really mm-hmm. hit me. And I, mm-hmm. I said, "Wow!" Mm. So, um, yeah, that's what you do, though—you help. And, and you others. know what? Some people don't. Some people aren't even at that point when they hire somebody like me. Some people, just like I was when I hired a coach for the first time, mm-hmm. quite a long time ago. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just knew that I didn't want to do what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I just knew that I was really unhappy working in the tech world, um, trying to find another big tech client, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and really trying to squish myself into being somebody I wasn't at all. And, um, and I, and I, I wasn't even thinking about getting a coach, and a friend of mine was, like, being really different with me one day, and I asked her about it, and she said, well, I started working with a coach, and I stopped making myself so available to everything anyone asked me to do, and I said, give me her number. I didn't even, I, I you know, it was just like that, an instant attraction hmm. to, make, to, to, to 
being able to look at myself and make mm-hmm. some deep changes. I had no idea what I was getting into. I had no idea I was going to become a coach. I had no idea I would weave together coaching and all my years and years and years of branding and graphic design and web design experience mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Magnolia's West. I, it all unfolded kind of organically over time. Yeah, and, and you pretty much do it all, like, under one, if you will, umbrella. Um, it's kind of amazing So to hear that you didn't really know what was yours to do, and then you saw the coach, I think is really useful, because listeners may hear that and go, well, I don't really know, and why would I need a coach? And so to hear that you went out and actually found, you know, you connected with someone who helped you, um, to find that really, really valuable. Mm-hmm. Because you, yeah, you don't always... And- and um, and it always it's still unfolding. It's every, sometimes I get hit really hard with a oh my god no I'm supposed to be doing this not that and and you know sometimes it's hard to let that really important impulse go by. When I was when I got my first period, my mother hauled off and smacked me across the face because her mm-hmm. mother did that to her. And, and back into generations. And um, I did not do that with my own daughter. But a, a couple of years ago, I, was hit, I woke up from a dream, a fully formed dream, where I'm supposed to help women tell their monarch stories, their first blood mm-hmm. stories. And I'm supposed to, you know, like have a traveling roadshow like the Vagina Monologues where women can share their stories and, you know, and this big powerful thing. And I didn't do it, but it still lingers in my psyche of, mm-hmm. well, is that the thing I'm really... So, you know, it's like when you're open and, and committed to being of service, you can get smacked in the head by these really powerful impulses. And some of them are the ones you, t- you do, and some of them are the ones you let go. But you're open to you're open to inspiration, and you're open to divi- divine inspiration, Mm-hmm. And I think that's, mm-hmm. that's wonderful. That's yeah. so much better than, for me, getting up in the morning, so putting on clothes, driving yeah. to some company where you wear a badge around your neck, and sit in a cubicle. I mean, mm-hmm. for eight hours and then go home. I don't know. It's, it's different. And I'm here for the, the women who are feeling that itch, even if they don't know what the itch is. Mm-hmm. But they're tired of the rat race, and they they want to do something more, but they don't quite know. Something, so. something, or just be even more fully expressed in what they're mm-hmm. doing. More, yes. stand more sovereign in what they're doing. Feel more empowered. How mm-hmm. do you, how do you get how do you get that? I know how mm-hmm. to help people get that. Nice. You know, you know how to like you say unmask them. I love that. So we're yeah. going to come up on a quick break. I'm going to ask okay. the listeners to. Yeah, I'm going to ask the listeners to please stay with us, and we'll be back in a moment. Thank you so much. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Do you ever stop to question yourself? Is there more that you could be doing in your life to help you? How can you manifest real change in the world? 
The answers to these and other questions about ourselves lie in sustainability from within. Featuring host Silvelli Salviato, you can take the either-or and change it into both-and. If you want to make real changes in yourself, your life, and your world, you can't miss one show. Tune in every Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Can you think of anybody who does not want a better life and to be a better person? Think about that for a second. Almost everyone wants to be better, but how does one go about doing that? One thing that is making people better every week is tuning in to the Self-Improvement Show with Dr. Irene Conlon. All real change comes from within, but many of us don't know where to find the information or guidance we need to make the changes that bring about the improvement. Most of us don't know how to work within. Listen Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to The Sky's the Limit with Karen Levitt. If you have a comment or question about the show, we encourage you to send an email to Show at gmail.com. That's the sky's the limit show at gmail.com. And remember to use the hashtag the gift is the shift all over social media and encourage others to discover the program. Now, back to Karen Levitt. Hi, this is Karen Levitt with my guest Sue Carney this week on the sky's the limit. And I would like to talk to Sue about something she does in her business. It's called the deep dive. I'd like to know what it is, who's it for, and why do you need a deep dive, Sue? Well, okay, so everyone, anyone who's listening, close your eyes and ask yourself, when's the last time you took time for yourself, a night and a day of time to just honor yourself as a goddess doing sacred work in the world no matter what you do? And even if you've thought about doing that for yourself, Have you found yourself in a place where the daily activities of your life and your business make it difficult for you to stay connected to your sacred passion and purpose and to make make you feel like you're fully expressed in your own life? So I designed this retreat. It's a virtual retreat called the Deep Dive. And like I said, it's a night and a day of... um, we have, I think, four calls together, and there's work to do between the calls. And it's just really sacred time for you to be quiet, to um, take loving care of yourself, to give yourself this gift of deep healing, introspective work. Some people come to the deep dive because they want to look at what's next for their business. Some people come to the deep dive because they want some deeply introspective, quiet time to look at their relationships. Some people want to review their careers. This is an incredibly sacred place to do some deep visioning work, get some deep rest, and really, you know, turn toward the enveloped by the divine for a night and a day in a way that's very hard to to do in our lives, right? I mean, mm-hmm. we're all on call 24-7, we're connected, we're plugged in, we're busy, busy, busy. I mean, even people with jobs and regular jobs and families, we're just on, on it all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, we all have mobile devices that are supposed to make our life easier, but we're so connected. It's, um, you know, you see people sitting together and they're not even looking at each other. They're, they've got their faces glued to this device in their hand, you know. So, and, my, yeah. and the deep dive is not just about unplugging, but it, it's mm-hmm. a, a component of it. It's a component of it. And it's more about, you know... Um, if you're if you feel like you're you're not on top of things and and want to look at why you keep running behind or when you want to celebrate yourself or just mm-hmm. before you launch or start at the next big thing in your life or in your business or when there's a big transition mm-hmm. or you know your relationship to your work and your business is getting lackluster and you want to mm-hmm. reconnect with your mission and purpose so that your light shines into everything that you do this deep dive nourishes all of that. Nice. It, in, it invites you to turn away from the world and your problems and release what no longer serves you so you can define and illuminate and step into what's ready to be made manifest for you and for your business. And from that place, mm-hmm. with my support, you can integrate what you've learned and figure out a way to fold it into your daily routine and self-care the commitments that will enhance your wholeness and your best self so you can keep the momentum going forward. It's not like you get a day, a night and a day away from it and then just dive right back into it the way you were. Hopefully mm-hmm. there will be lasting takeaways from the deep nice. dive that will allow you to make some shifts, some powerful, long-lasting, and useful shifts. Well, it sounds wonderful, and it's virtual, so that's great. So there's really no, no travel. There's no travel, although if anyone wants to come to me, mm-hmm. um, I will put them up and we can do it face-to-face, but it's not the way I designed it. It's not needed. We can do this um, with calls and, um, and then the time in between the calls, so there's four calls in t- like 20 hours or 22 mm-hmm. hours, depending on how we do it. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's very powerful. Yeah. It sounds like it's very powerful, life-changing. You don't I get you started. Come. I get you started beforehand. You know, a few days beforehand, I'll give you suggestions of how to prepare and how to kind of clear the decks and maybe mm-hmm. eat a little bit more cleanly and get a little bit more rest and just prepare your body and your spirit and your psyche for this mm-hmm. deep, deep dive, this deep immersion. Nice. Yeah, it's. I love the name. I love it. it it just sounds so inviting. It does. Thank like you. Wanna, you do. You just want to jump in. I love that. And you don't come out the way you went in. Hopefully not. Ho- hopefully, right? <laughs> hopefully. I've done my work. And yeah. it looks like, I can't believe it, but the time is flying by, as it always does. I, I love I love when we're engaged in conversation. And with that being said, is there one takeaway that you would hope the listeners would gain from our conversation today, from all of this, one tidbit? Absolutely. Absolutely. Get support. Get support. Um, you know, I, I'm i giving away free coaching sessions right now. So if you go look on my blog at magnoliaswest.com, I'm actually giving away, I think, eight more free coaching sessions. So, you know, book one with me or 
or get an accountability buddy or find a master, put together a mastermind group. Get support no matter what you're doing. If you're an mm-hmm. um, at-home mom raising little ones, find others to meet with on a regular basis. If you're ready to start a new business, find a good business coach or find heart-centered business classes you can take. Well, yeah. I love, I love that. That's beautiful. And with that, we have to wrap up. And your website is Magnolia. No, it's magnoliaswest.com. Yes. yes. And Sue, I want to thank you so much for joining me today, being my guest. It's been an honor and a pleasure to share time with you and all that you do in love and create for women. And with that, I would like to thank the listeners, and I'll see you all next week on The Skies of Women. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining us for The Sky's the Limit. Karen Levitt looks forward to having you tune in for another program next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember, the gift is the shift.